Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hello, it is Angie Austin and friends. I love it when we have a full house. It's super fun. It's like having coffee with your Christian friends. And, you know, like Christian women, we're not boring with like sensible shoes. Roxy O'Brien is here from Rejuvenation on the Rocks. And she's like wearing, like, I mean, come on, that outfit. Are you kidding me? It's darling. So cute. (laughs) And Donna Hetzler is here. Hi. Jericho Girls is her ministry to um, uplift women and support them in uh, the name of Christ. And also she's an author and speaker and Beatrice Bruno, author and speaker. And of course, uh, producer Dave. We have some good news stories um, involving police officers because one of my friends is uh, Lieutenant Randy Sutton with Blue Lives Matter. You've heard him on the show before and he's a guest on my national show Daybreak USA that's on our sister station KLZ. Like once a week, Randy's on. And it's just so sad because we speak about, you know, um, officers being assassinated now. And there was another recent case where a woman, um, you know, called for a domestic violence call and the officer responded and someone outside the home picked him off. And then there was a terrible situation just in the last week, I believe it was North Carolina, last week or two, and uh, it's a female uh, corrections officer and she was beaten to death by an inmate. And I just think these men and women are putting their lives on the line. And yes, I get it that Black Lives Matter as well. I get that. I, I, I totally am in agreement. And there are some bad cops and we're not supporting bad cops. But in general, there are a lot of good men and women out there putting their lives on the line every single day and they're being assassinated on the job. And it's a appalling to me that somehow we aren't doing anything. Uh, maybe the current uh, administration is. Trump is interested in, uh, you know, protecting police officers, but their morale is so low. They're having a difficult time even recruiting cops now. Mm-hmm. And so we've got, if we have time, three really cool c- cop stories. And one of them um, is uh, involves De- Denver police. But before we start with our good news stories, just give a tease, Beatrice, about the story that you want to talk about. My meal was paid for. Your meal was oh, paid for. Nice. I like oh, nice. I love that. That's all I'm going to say. That's the okay, right there. Okay, because that happened to my dad not long ago, and he started to cry when he told me about it. Amen. Um, it, was like, it was like Big Phil, right? Uh-huh. It was like a dr- really, he goes, he's a really chubby truck driver. And Big <laughs> Phil and his Phil. wife and his wife Mary, whatever their names were, right? <laughs> and, but it, Big was in front of the truck driver. And my, my dad said they bought his meal. He started to cry. And my mom had something happen at Walmart where um, she said that somebody had cute tights on with little, like, elves or something on it, and they bought her, like, $17 worth of groceries. My mom started to cry. Too. Oh my goodness! You know? Did you cry? Yeah. And my mom doesn't no. need her bow. She doesn't cry. Person. We've no. seen you cry. Oh, what are you talking about? It had to be something really, really. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you too. No, I am not so too. Okay, Denver Police Department. Let's talk about them. Uh, the Denver Police helping uh, a six-year-old with illness. Uh, you know, she's sick. Let's be honest. And so she wants to become a police officer, and she went on her bucket list of things that she wants to fulfill in her life. Um, she wants to catch a bad guy. Aww. Love it. <laughs> Good morning. We have a little girl by the name of Olivia Gant. This is our police station here. This is pretty cool. Olivia is six years old, and she has been dealt a terminal disease. We're going back to the 
locker room right now so you can get your uniform on. She is an intestinal failure. Wow, don't you look snazzy. We were in the hospital for about a month and came home on hospice. So she made a bucket list of things she would like to do in order to hopefully fulfill all of her wishes because, you know, we don't know how much longer she has. I got you, sweetheart. Okay. One of her wish lists is to catch bad guys with police. We got a call. We're gonna go catch a bad guy, all right? With her medical condition, we've called 911 several times. Every time the ambulance comes, the police respond. So that's just become her normal people she likes to be a part of. She wanted to be like the ones that come help her. She wanted to help others. You tell her, put your hands behind your back. She does have autism and she um, has chronic pain. She's on IV pain meds around the clock. She's now your prisoner. <laughs> so this is my badge. It says chief of police. So today you are going to be the police chief. It'll be nice to go home and have another thing checked off and be able to put pictures on her wall so she can remember this day. We pray for each other every single day. And I want you to know that we're going to keep you in our prayers and we'll be praying for you. That's what I think being a police officer is all about, making an impact on those in the community and those around us. Order, armed. They helped make her dream come true. Those are the cops we should be talking about. Yes, now, see, absolutely. That's, that's cry-worthy right there. That is really cry-worthy. I'm surprised y'all not crying. Like I, I started up. tearing up, but then after, the, after you said no crying, okay. I was fighting it back. Right. So. It looked like Beatrice <laughs> was tearing up there for a second. I, was... I mean, it was, it was coming. Yeah, it's it was an coming. emotional story. It really, story. Was. It emotional really story. was because, you know, they, they took their time with this little girl, mm -hmm. you know, and she got her her her, her bucket, um, list. bucket list item. item that she wanted. And it's just... Why can't we do that all the time? Oh, I'm just and, and why do we go through life? You know, um, we've got my, my daughter just turned eight, my youngest. And Roxy, your kids are little. Three and five. Mm -hmm. yep. And so and you've got four. Mm -hmm. Dave, your kids are little, aren't they? Yep. Uh, three and two. Okay. So let, let's see this kid's six years old, mm -hmm. Olivia, and she's an intestinal failure. And then we go through like, oh, my gosh, I, I missed that light. I have to wait like two more minutes until yeah. we get through. Yeah. Can you believe that? Like somebody dinged my door at Walmart. Right. I, I got in the worst line at Walmart. It was like a, a self-serve and that people mm -hmm. didn't know how to, it kept, they did not know how to use the self-serve line. Mm -hmm. Like really, like these first world problems we have, we should be ashamed of ourselves at the stuff we that really we should. complain yeah, about. The battery and my toothbrush went out like Dave yeah. shared yeah, yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> too big yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's and natalie said that yesterday and i actually i was talking over the weekend with my cousin about how there's a lot of entitlement in this country and i yes. think that it'd be really important if a lot of young kids went to like guatemala or even oh, jamaica yes. mm -hmm. oh, yes. or some a place where they actually have poverty where it's actually really really that's hard right. and then you can kind of see and you minister to those people and you can kind of see mm -hmm. how good you have it so when you come home you're not such a whiny crybaby snowflake Yes. Right. And this little girl, Olivia, she saw the police were coming to her and she mm -hmm. saw the beauty of serving. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that sparked something in her heart. Yes. So that should motivate us to serve in that capacity because right. it's going to show the love of Jesus. Yeah. And that's going to motivate, you know, somebody else to Amen. carry that torch Amen. and to serve in that capacity. Amen. Yeah. Amen.
I love that. I do too. I love that story. All right. Well, before we go to another good news story, I want to hear um, Beatrice's story about someone buying a meal for you. What's (laughs) well, you know, and and Donna just said something that you know when people see the Christ in us, yes, it causes them to want to serve. Well, uh, a couple of days ago, I just got back from Pittsburgh. My husband picked me up at the airport, and he said, "Baby, you hungry?" I said, "Yeah, I am." And we couldn't figure out what we wanted. And there's a uh, what's the name of it? Village Inn. Near, near our house. Delicious it, pie, by the way. Delicious. <laughs> oh, free, Wednesday, pie Wednesday. free pie Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, free pie Wednesday. <laughs> we know nothing about it. They sabotage you <laughs> no, when you yeah. go in the door. They're no. right there. You know, and I'm like, y'all need to stop doing that. But anyway, <laughs> Counter, yeah. uh, we, we got to our seat and stuff, and we talked for a minute and made our order, and my husband said, babe, go ahead and pray. And I said, okay. And so I prayed, and you know how I pray. And, yeah, she um, doesn't pray like, yeah, thank, thank you for our food. <laughs> thank you, God. Amen. <laughs> no, I go on in because I pray for everybody in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're sitting up there and we're enjoying our meal and stuff. And this guy that was sitting cat a corner from us, um, he came over when he was getting ready to leave. And he said, um, hey, I want to thank your husband for his military service because he had his hat on. And it happens all the time and stuff. And he said, and thank you all for praying. Oh, you know? nice. Aww. And I said, well. Okay, praise the Lord. You know, that's what we do. (laughs) Right. And we're waiting for the guy to bring us the check. And he says, he comes over and my husband says, can we have the check, please? And he says, oh, that gentleman that was sitting over there, he paid for your meal. Wonderful. Wait a minute. Oh. Because you prayed. I love it. Okay. Yes. And I mean, yeah, yeah, that touched my heart because... Mm -hmm. Have we gotten to the place where we don't pray over our meals when we right. go to places? Mm-hmm. And this really struck his heart, mm-hmm. you know, and said, I'm going to pay for their meal because they prayed. Right. You know. Yes. And so, yeah, that that touched my heart. I was just. And so if you're out there listening, brother, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. God bless you and your family. I pray that God will bless you all exceedingly, abundantly, above all you could ask or think, according to his power at work in you. I, de- I declare over you that you are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You are the and not the borrowers, I declare that you are victorious in everything that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, love it. I had a similar experience too. One of my Jericho girls and besties, we were out and we were just, we prayed before the meal and we had a guy come over and thank us for praying. Wow. And I'm going, we need to be praying more yes. in public as yes. Christians, yes. you know, as a, an apprentice of Jesus. We yes. need yep. to be sharing this more because people aren't doing that right. over their meal in public. That's right. That's right. So people it, aren't praying, period. Right. All this stuff that's going on in the world, mm-hmm. you better be out there praying because the word of God says <laughs> well, in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin and heal their land well, not everybody prays like beatrice oh, so um, well, we have right. we have dice and so we roll them and each side has a prayer <laughs> and so the interesting thing is that each kid wants to do it we do a six because there's sick people like, daddy oh, it's your turn and then oh, he, and he rolls the dice and then oh here i got my god is good god is great eat this food yeah oh, Lord, you know and then mercy. there's more in-depth she's ones, playing you know? craps at the dinner and table so like we have prayer dice at the table. <laughs> kids love it mike well my kids um they're only three and five and they they pray every time we eat and it's oh, and my son cute. he's three and he yeah. he goes on and on. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. It's adorable. But, or if we're at the park and somebody gets hurt, they they go over there and, you know, they'll pray and, and say, do you want me to pray for you? And it's, oh, it's like, so it just brings tears to your eyes as a mom. And and then other kids see it. Yes. And they, and kids that do go to church, you know, and maybe that, 
you know, don't do this on a daily basis. They see little ones doing that. Yeah. And then you can see, you see them doing it some at some point, you know? Yeah. It's adorable. I mean, we got to teach our kids. We got to, we do, we got to teach them. It's it's getting out of hand and being able to see that in public is just, it's it's heartwarming. Yeah. (laughs) I think about it when you eat out. I, I don't see people pray that often. Right. Often. You don't. don't. No, they be sitting up there like this. On their, on their phone. phone. We don't. Uh-huh. We don't bring. In, we don't bring do our it. phones in when nope. we go out to eat. My de- mm-hmm. my husband's pretty good about that. You know, he doesn't bring his phone in. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good about you know when he's with the kids like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But don't do the long like Aunt Mary prayer that oh. takes like twenty minutes and your food's cold and right. the gravy is like ice cold. Like Donald. What's your point? Who are you talking to? That is hilarious. No, you're powerful, but you're yeah. to the point. You know, Aunt She's Mary old. goes on and on and on, and yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. You know, she's like probably trying to prove her worth to the Lord. That's like, right. I am the best uh, prayer master oh, yeah. in this family. Especially now. when she clears her throat and like, okay, oh, Lord. Lord oh, go. Lord. Yeah. Oh, me? Oh, no. Here's my Aunt Ginny. She's like, oh, you want me to do the prayer? Oh, I have a little something. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Take it out of my purse. And it's like four pages <laughs> long. And she's, no, she's typed it. She, oh, my she even types bookmarks out for us with verses, <laughs> and she laminates them and sends them handmade, and she'll cut little pictures out of the magazines. <laughs> and she'll glue them on there on colored paper. She'll handwrite beautiful handwriting a That's verse, cool. right? Oh. And then she'll laminate it, and oh, then she funny. types stuff up. She's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! It was funny because um, we had uh, you know a, a, a funeral gathering where you know someone said, "Well, you should pray too." She was, "Oh really? Well, I wasn't expecting." Well, hold on, <laughs> I've got another one right here. And then she gets in her purse. I'm like, "Oh my That's god!" That's the she's setup. Like a, yeah, and she's she's not a great singer, uh, but she doesn't care. She is, it's that whole, you know, joyful noise to the Lord. She doesn't care. She's Uh tone deaf. Like, she's like, whatever, I'm going for it, man. And when she comes to visit, it's really cool because I'll hear her singing in the morning. In it's all knock on the door, and then she's got her Bible open, and she does her own Bible study with her own music by herself. <laughs> Seriously, that's a little. She hard. is a trip. I love her. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny with her own music, that's her own right. Bible study. I yeah. tell you what, she's one of them that you want praying for you. Oh that's yeah. Oh sure. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, I, I have called her. Just not her over dinner specifically. <laughs> right, right, right. And my grandma was the Let same way eat. with the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's do another good news story again. Uh, celebrating police officers. Uh, we we're big fans of the military and police officers. And this story uh, is about some officers uh, getting into the water to save a drowning woman, uh, very cold. And, uh, you know, they're they're put in situations where their own lives are at risk. And time and time again, uh, they don't think twice about putting their lives at risk. And I remember a story about a year ago when people were protesting police officers. Mm. And then I, I believe a group of bikers confronted them. Uh, not, what, whatever the case was, I remember that the people who were anti-police had to call 911 to get the police to help them. And they were protesting the police, and then they had to call the police for help. So who do we call, you know? And again, we're not supporting the couple of bad apples. Uh, we know that they're out there. Yeah. But in general, these are good men and women who are working hard. Uh, to do their job and to save lives and uh, every day putting their lives on the line, especially now that more and more of them are being targeted and killed. So this is a, a brave officer story, Saving a Drowning Woman. Ryan Gazdecki is senior captain with the J.W. Westcott Company, the merchant marines who deliver mail to the freighters in the Detroit River. 11 p.m., a 911 call comes into Detroit police, a woman in the water at Riverside Park. Officers Brian Gadwell and Stephen Rouser respond to the pier. There was a guy laying on the ground. It was like five feet drop holding a branch. Um, there was a lady in the water struggling. 
trying to hang on to the branch. Hypothermia setting in. She was losing her grip, about to go underwater. We had to do something. We couldn't wait no more. She was hang barely hanging on, so at that point we jumped in. I wrapped my legs around her, and I was able to grab a rod that was sticking out the wall. The water temperature just 48 degrees. It's dark, 11 o'clock at night, and the current is swift. I started losing feeling in my hands. My hands stopped working, so I had to wrap my arm around the bar and like try to lock it in. I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm gone. I, told, I was yelling at them, you guys better do so. I can't hang on. Gadwell's partner jumped in the river as well as more first responders arrived on scene. She was around my neck, hanging on to my back, pulling us both in. That's when Ryan, about to leave for the night, realized he could get in this boat and go help rescue that woman. Firing up this boat, Ryan and another co-worker made their way over, throwing a life ring to rescuers, pulling the woman onto the boat, only then realizing she was pregnant. Once she started coming out, I yelled to everyone she's pregnant again be real careful with her. The officers and the 20-year-old woman were treated for hypothermia. Doctors performed an emergency C-section and were told mom and baby are okay. Saved two lives instead of one. She told me she loved me and I told her I love you too or else I wouldn't be in here with you. <laughs> uh, I love you too or I wouldn't be in that ice cold water. <laughs> 48 degrees? Oh my goodness. I mean, are you kidding me? Wow. 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 You know our men and women in blue Man, you know, hey, hey y'all, we salute y'all. God bless y'all for yes. what you're doing mm -hmm. because there's not a whole bunch of people that will actually go to even look at the academy and say, well, I might think about. No, you did it, boo. Okay, and we're proud of y'all, and we're standing with y'all, and we just pray for y'all because we just want God's greatest blessings upon y'all as you continue to to serve in your community. So God bless y'all. We, we love y'all. Talk about a ministry. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about, you know, that, you know, you can minister to people wherever God plants you. And a lot of people think, oh, I've got to get into ministry or I have to become a pastor. But you can minister in so many ways. I mean, Roxy, I think about you again, Roxy O'Brien. She doesn't join us as often, but you hear her on the show, um, Rejuvenation on the Rock. She's one of my sponsors. But, you know, when we first met, you know, that what you do, you can minister to people. They come in and to oh, a clinic yeah. and you help them to look younger and feel better. But you and I bonded and I didn't even know you're a Christian, mm -hmm. you know, in the beginning. I do it all the time. I mean, mm -hmm. with these women and the majority of people are women and you're kind of like their counselor, but I go right into, um, I, I, tr I do, I say, I'll, I'll say, you know, what church do you go to <laughs> or something or any, you know, it's funny. You'd be amazed. It actually amazes me how many people um, are Christians and you would never, mm -hmm. ever think or ever know. Yes. Um, even Because we who, don't talk about it as yeah, much anymore. I mean, someone can come with ripped jeans and, you know, spiked purple hair and tattoos, tattoos everywhere. Uh -huh. And they could pray with you way better than you could even imagine, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I absolutely love that. And I, I, I'm very thankful to God that I have the time and... Um, I can sit with them and and we we'll sit there and cry. I don't care. We'll do. We'll pray. <laughs> we do all kinds of stuff. But um, I've had lasting relationships with clients because you through know that we, bonding yeah, through the through our our bond through God definitely. Well, and Donna, you started a ministry through the work that you do. I mean, you do real estate and you're an author, but then you started Jericho Girls to minister to women. Right. Yes, and we build up women. So just like you saying you're beautiful just the way you are, but we're going to enhance that beauty <laughs> a little bit. And so I enhance that beauty spiritually right. with women as I walk with them and I love that. and tell them how beautiful they are, and you know that God has a purpose for each and every one of us, and that together we are better. So quit comparing and quit striving against amen. one another. Yeah, and That's let's right. join up as a force because we are a powerful force mm -hmm. 
together when we are working in unison when we are heeding god's call and we are living out our divine purposes that god gave us amen yeah and beatrice you uh of course through your speaking and your writing minister to people and you mentor kids and then this is a ministry for me too this show really is more of a ministry i just want people to have hope and I think that when they hear these good news stories and hear from regular Christians like us that I think we seem a little more real and approachable. Sometimes when you hear ministry shows that are more uh, scripture-based or pr prayer, um, yes. you know, the people who aren't Christians might be intimidated by that. But I think when they hear the good news, they realize we're just yeah. like them. Yep. Roxy O'Brien, Rejuvenation on the Rocks. If you want to look younger, you want to get rid of some of that fat with cool sculpting, maybe you need fillers or a facial, she'll give you a great discount if you bring up Angie Austin at the good news. How do they find you, uh, Roxy? Um, you can call us at 720-328-9094. Or go onto our website. It's rejuvenationontherox.com. On the rocks. Thank you. Uh, and your website for Jericho Girls. JerichoGirls.com. Beatrice. DrillSergeantOfLife.com. All right. We'll be right back. The good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Hey, this is producer Dave with the good news. You know, Angie's always talking about how much she loves YMCA of the Rockies, but I don't ever get to talk about how much I love YMCA of the Rockies. YMCA of the Rockies in Estes Park is located just between Estes and Rocky Mountain National Park. It is the best place. I grew up going there. I went to summer camp when I was a kid. I actually went through the leadership program. I was a camp counselor at YMCA. It is one of the best things that shaped who I am today. It is really the ideal vacation for everyone. You can do a vacation there. You can have a reunion there. They have weddings. If you want to take your coworkers there, they have conferences. It is the most affordable thing. You don't have to leave the state to go on a really good vacation. If you just want to hang out, you can do that. Or if you want to go on an epic adventure through the mountains, you can also do that. At YMCA The Rockies, they put Christian principles into practice through programs, staff, and facilities in an environment that builds healthy spirit, mind, and body for everyone. It is so affordable. Go to ymcarockies.org for all the information you'll need. Hey, it's Angie Austin with the good news. How would you like to help people of the differently abled community just by donating the things in your house? Yes, I'm talking about ARC. And guess what? You don't even have to take them to ARC. I go there and I shop with a purpose all the time and I buy all kinds of great stuff. And it helps people with intellectual and developmental disabilities within our own community. But guess what? They'll come right to your door and pick up your stuff. I have them come about every month or two and I just put everything out of my driveway, put a little note that says ARC on it and they come right to my house and pick it up. And believe me, it makes me feel good to know that I'm helping some of my friends out in the community. So let's tell you how to do this, okay? Call 303-238-JANE. That's 303-238-5263. And they'll come right to your house and they'll pick up all your donations. And don't forget to shop at ARC. It's shopping with a purpose. I get all kinds of stuff for my kids there. Clothes, sporting equipment, boots, gloves, baseballs, bats, basketballs, you name it. Check out ARC. Again, shopping with a purpose and they'll come pick up your items. 303-238-JANE. Welcome back to the good news. Well, I love it when the American Legion's National Commander, Charles E. Schmidt, joins us on the good news. He is a Vietnam War veteran. He loves his country, and he believes that we as Americans and our country as a whole could do more to love those who've worn the uniform to protect our country. 
and he is joining us again. Welcome, Charles E. Schmidt, National Commander of the American Legion. Hi. Well, good morning, Angie, and it's a pleasure to be with you once again. I enjoyed our last chat, and so I'm looking forward to a, another good chat. All right. So as a veteran, you have, uh, you know, a, a unique perspective on veterans because you've been there. So what are some of the important uh, issues facing vets today? Well, today, uh, Angie, as, as any day, uh, of course, uh, we want to honor and uh, take care of those uh, men, and women, men and women who have uh, served our country. And as Abraham Lincoln said, uh, care for those who have borne the battle and their families. And uh, today, the American Legion uh, still believes in a uh, strong VA system to take care of those veterans. Uh, we do not believe that it should be privatized. The American Legion has a vested interest in the, uh, the Veterans Administration because as a result of World War I, the Doughboys were concerned about who's going to take care of the boys when they come home because at that time there was no government system set up to take care of them. And uh, thus, in the early 1920s, the American Legion was very instrumental in getting the Veterans Bureau, as it was known then, formed to take care of those men and women as a result of their wounds and illnesses and, and uh, the effects of war on them. And today, uh, we believe that that system is still worth saving. Uh, and uh, we're friends of the VA. We advocate for the VA, but uh, friends are honest with friends. And when things are not quite right uh, as far as the quality of health care or the accessibility to health care, uh, we're going to let the VA know about it because that's what friends do. They're honest with friends. And, of course, the VA is the largest health care system. And, and when you have older veterans from previous conflicts, of course, uh, the current conflicts, uh, there's going to be uh, more need for the VA. Uh, the tasking on the VA is going to increase, as it has. And so it's going to take a little more effort and everyone working together to continue to improve that system. Well, I understand uh, that this year, too, it's an interesting year. It marks the 100th anniversary of the U.S. entry into World War I, so it's a good time to kind of raise awareness. You mentioned about why the American Legion was formed, and it's obvious to me why it's still needed because of, you know, our vets not always being taken care of the way that we believe they should. So why does the American Legion say that they're still needed now? Well, the, uh, for instance, the, uh, the American Legion, uh, when it comes to the VA, Angie, we have a uh, program called a system worth saving. And each year we travel to about 10 to 12 different VA facilities, uh, do our own assessment, mm -hmm. uh, independent of the uh, VA Inspector General's assessments. Uh, we, we visit, the, uh, for instance, a hospital, uh, visit with the staff. We visit with the veterans who receive the health care. Uh, we discuss uh, the funding of uh, the, the uh, VA, also the manning, the staffing. As you know, it's, it's uh, sometimes difficult to get uh, health care providers, particularly in the mental health area. Yes. Also, uh, yeah. the facilities and so forth. So uh, with those, we issue our own report to Congress and also the White House just to make sure that everyone knows uh, uh, our assessment of how veterans are being treated after they come back uh, and those needs surface after uh, having served. 
Well, you mentioned the mental health aspect of that. And many of us have heard about <clears throat> hashtag 22, you know, but 22 veterans take their lives a day. And I'm just wondering, you know, with your own background in Vietnam War, uh, obviously something happened in your life or you were brought up a certain way or due to your experience in service, you obviously have a huge amount of pride in your country and a, a lot of love for these veterans. So can you talk a little bit about your experiences in the past, whether it be the Vietnam War or something that really made you believe this is where my destiny lies? This is what I need to do. I need to you know, live a life of service for these vets. Well, Angie, uh, uh, I was privileged to serve in the United States Air Force for 27 and a half years. And once you join the military, go into the military, uh, as I know, when I got off the bus in, uh, in the early morning in San Antonio, Texas, at Lackland Air Force Base, we were greeted by a uh, what, what appeared to be not-so-kind drill instructor. And uh, we knew immediately, all of us that got off the bus, that uh, we are going to have to bond if we're going to get through this basic training, which was about eight weeks in. That bond uh, with me and I think all everybody was on that bus, it started right there as soon as we got off that bus. Right. And as you go through basic training and throughout your career, if, as, as long as you're in the service, that bond exists to take care of your buddies, to help your buddies, and your buddy does the same for you. And that goes on, follows you in peacetime and wartime. And I, I view my service, my commitment to the American Legion as a, an extension of that bond, even though I don't no longer wear the uniform mm-hmm. of taking care of my buddies, regardless if they're still on active duty or those even who will serve in the future, their buddies, as long as they serve this country, they should be uh, uh, shown the gratitude by a grateful nation. And I think the American Legion helps uh, enhance that and not let America forget those who have served this country. Charles, do you think that the environment, the country, has improved since the end of the uh, Vietnam War or during that era and how uh, officers, uh, military uh, veterans, and even uh, personnel who were still serving at the time were treated when they returned to the States? Do you think that the treatment is better now? I, having not lived through all of that, I think that it seems like we have more respect now. What's your take on that? Well, I certainly do, and, and you know, uh, um, there's uh, you see the homecomings of, uh, of units and individual uh, service uh, folks coming home that uh, they receive the welcome, uh, and you also see those honor flights that uh, uh, take those World War II veterans up to Washington D.C. to see their memorial. Uh, in fact, last night I had dinner with a young man that has raised over one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to get those World War II veterans up to see their memorial. But I think we've kind of learned from uh, the Vietnam era, uh, those um, that have returned during that time period, of uh, the disrespect that was shown to many uh, during that time period. And uh, I, I think it's probably the Vietnam veterans who have maybe taken a stand and helped facilitate those new welcomings, those new homecomings, so it won't happen to the young men and women yes. of today. All right, Charles, always a blessing to have you on the program. A website where we can get more information? Absolutely, Angie. Uh, we got a great website, www.legion.org. 
you can tell uh you go in there and find out uh what we're doing, our legislative uh, priorities, our youth programs. You can even sign up for the American Legion on there, Angie. And and uh, if you uh, want to find an American Legion post, you can uh, drop down on the menu in your respective state and find an American Legion post near you. We're also on Facebook and also on Twitter. So we're out there, and uh, we welcome uh, visitors to those sites. Thank you so much. Real pleasure to have you on the show again. Thank you. Thank you very much, Angie. Have a great day. You too. Changing gears now, uh, let's welcome our friend, author, speaker, Jim Stovall. Jim, uh, this week's uh, topic uh, and column is statistics, trends, and other myths. What are you going to teach us today? Well, the thing we need to keep in mind, as a politician pointed out in a recent debate, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but they're not entitled to their own facts. And people have a tendency to use statistics not to investigate something or study something, but they go out and find statistics that support the position they already have. And Angie, you've been in the media for a long time, TV and radio, and uh, those of us in the television industry, like I am, uh, you know, we can always come up with a statistic showing that we're number one somewhere. Every station, every network is always number one somewhere. It may be with left-handed Eskimos at three in the morning, <laughs> but somebody is always number one. And, you know, and so these statistics that were designed to be tools to help us evaluate situations actually are misused and make the thing murkier and more confusing. That's so true because we would always have the you know the people in uh, promotions come out with you know press release saying how great we'd done in ratings and like you said they'd find one area where we'd grown more than any other or and my husband would be like when we were starting off on one show he's like well of course we've grown because we hardly had any ratings so of course we skyrocketed. <laughs> exactly, and you've got to watch that. Uh that dreadful thing they call a trend. Trends are not always trends. Uh, um, you know, you can you can look at statistics and compare them and, you know, is it warmer this month than last month? Or, you know, and you can look at those and we can determine that it's, obviously it's warmer in the summer than it is in the winter. But you can't just take a trend. You know, if your young child has a growth spurt in their middle school years and they grow four inches in one year, that's not a trend. It doesn't mean they're going to be 23 feet tall when they go to college. It's right. just, this is a short term thing. And, you know, you can't look at an anomaly and just say, this is going to be a fact from now on. Or as uh, the great investor Warren Buffett said, trees don't grow all the way to the sky. You can't just take this little seedling and say, look how it's growing. Well, if we were to extrapolate that out someday, this tree will be as tall as the sky. It doesn't work like that. So, you know, we need to remember these statistics, these numbers can be good indicators. They can help us, but you got to use your mind and you can't let other people twist those numbers to mean things they really don't. All right. So what's the takeaway, my friend? Use your brain, as always. It's always a good uh, thing. Use your brain and look at the uh, truth behind the numbers. And numbers make a great tool and a horrible master. (laughs) A great tool and a horrible master. All right, Jim Stovall, living with opposites. So what are you teaching us today, Jim? Well, just because you know something about someone else doesn't mean you can assume you know everything about them. Or if someone knows something about you, it's not fair for them 
to presume they know a lot about you. And uh, uh, this came about after I was uh, speaking at an event, and a guy said, well, you're one of those uh, fiscally conservative people. And I said, well, if that means, you know, I think we should balance our budget and pay our bills and keep our promises, yeah, put me down as a fiscal conservative. And he said, well, you know, but why don't you care about people? I said, I do care about people. He said, no, conservatives really don't care about people. Liberals care about people. And I said, you, you know, you, you've got to be kidding. I mean, I care about people. It's just we have a difference of opinion in how to care about people. I I have a tendency to look at uh, three generations of social programs that have failed to give the people we're trying to help any opportunity. And the people I see who have gotten out of poverty and who are succeeding are doing it through conservative capitalism. They're going out as entrepreneurs and uh, becoming wealthy and becoming part of the solution instead of part of the problem. So anytime we assume something about someone because we know one fact, we're generally making a mistake. I think that's a very good point. You talk in the article about it's possible to believe in God and science, uh, that it's uh, possible to be a feminist while respecting and loving men. And it's uh, possible to be brilliant and ignorant and that there can be great diversity living within each person. And I think about all of the social things that you do and scholarships that you, you know, help young people with. And uh, you may be conservative, um, but you help a lot of people through your success and giving back. Yeah, you know, and we just, you know, you just really cannot assume anything about anyone. You know, prejudging or prejudiced is a lazy mental exercise. And, uh, you know, if, if we love people, if we care about people, they deserve for us to get to know them and know every aspect about them and not just assume things about them because Angie happened to have been on television and now she lives in Colorado and you know how those people are. No, we don't. There's all kinds of people in Colorado and all kinds of people that have been on television and done the news. And, you know, everybody is an individual and that's one of the blessings about this world. Uh, no two people are alike and, uh, you know, everybody is worth getting to know. You talk about often best friends, business colleagues, or even spouses, like at my house, hold vastly different opinions or perspectives and can still, you know, mesh together and find common ground. Yeah, I think that's important that we can disagree without becoming disagreeable. And uh, we allow other people to hold their opinions. And, uh, you know, I think that's a, a powerful thing. And, um, you know, I, I think as Americans, one of the exercises we should ask ourselves periodically, what are four or five beliefs that you do not believe in, but you would fight for? Someone else's right to believe something you don't believe. And uh, I think we have to, I would much rather have people's opinions I don't agree with exist than live in a world where everybody agrees with me and we have a totalitarian system. It's much better to have our diversity and democracy and allow everybody their space. You know, I, I talk to my kids about how boring the world would be if we were all cookie-cutter people with the same look and the same, you know, ideas and opinions. Um, and a lot of that comes into play when they're talking about how kids look in school and how boring that would be. And I talk about how God makes everyone's fingerprints completely different um, and that that's how special we are, that no two are alike. Um, But that isn't just on the outside, uh, it's on the inside as well. So uh, in terms of uh, the takeaway, Jim, what do you want us to learn from your column, Living with Opposites? You know, be yourself, allow other people to be themselves, and celebrate it all. Celebrate it all. Jim, your website? 
Jim Stovall, S-T-O-V-A-L-L, jimstovall.com. Thank you, friend. Be well. Hi, it's Angie with the good news. I want to tell you about Caitlin. She's seven and she lost her mom to cancer. And we have Adam Katz on the line. And Adam has an idea of how we could help her. For $65, we can sponsor Caitlin for a session of equine therapy. And now Caitlin lost her mom, Adam. And with the Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation, you help kids like Caitlin. Tell us how it's helping her. She loves the equine therapy. You know, she always comes into the ranch very quiet. But as soon as she sees her horse, she just lights up. And for that hour, she has no care in the world. It's such I love a beautiful it. thing to see. So for just $65, uh, we can sponsor Caitlin for one of these sessions where she gets to ride a horse and uh, work through her loss. Again, at just seven years old, she lost her mom to uh, breast cancer. The Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation helps these kids be kids. Adam Katz is my friend. I highly recommend this charity. And if you'd like to sponsor Caitlin, give Adam a call. 720-530-9482. And that is DoreenKatzMemorial.org. Thank you. Adam. Thank you, Angie. For over 120 years, the Denver Rescue Mission has been providing services to those in need and the homeless in the metro area. It is the oldest full-service Christian charity in the Rocky Mountain region. Since its conception in 1892, it has expanded to helping the homeless and hungry to provide services for men and single mothers, offering programs such as rehabilitation for those suffering from addiction and abuse, education and career centers, family services, and life restoration. The Denver Rescue Mission is always in need of your assistance. You can help this growing organization by donating clothing, food, furniture, and more at any of the drop-off locations. For more information on their services, ways you can help, and to donate online, go to denverrescuemission.org. denverrescuemission.org. Changing lives in the name of Christ. Hey, Angie Austin here. How would you like to look younger, feel better, maybe get rid of those love handles? Got my girlfriends here and also Roxy O'Brien uh, from Rejuvenation on the Rocks. Uh, Roxy and I have known each other for years. Uh, she does a lot of different treatments and she will give you a discount. She's right in Greenwood Village off I-25 in Arapahoe. And if you call and say that you heard her on uh, right here on KLZ or KLTT, Angie, uh, she'll give you a discount. So Roxy, I uh, have the girls ask you about some different things. Yes. Uh, that they maybe have concerns about uh, that, you know, m- maybe you could help them with. So uh, let's start with you, Donna. Well, mine is I've got these little crinkles under my eyes, but I've had them since I was a little girl from smiling, but they seem to get deeper and deeper and then lines in my forehead. And I look at my forehead and I'm like, oh, there's my dad's forehead. I just see it, you know, I'm like, I don't want dad's forehead. So what do I do for those? Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, what people for a regimen for the um, wrinkles in the forehead, probably Botox. Botox. Okay. um, Yeah. Um, And then around the eyes as well, we can do the Botox, Mm -hmm. but I think that I think people don't know that they can do um, Botox around the eyes. Too. It's great. And, um, you know, if you don't want that, there's Dysport as well. If you don't, but it's it's all the same thing. What's that? Um, Dysport's just a com- competitor for Botox. Okay. I but see. People have their preference. Now, if you want to be more natural, we could do um, using your stem cells from your plasma and Ooh. do microneedling around the eyes, and that's going to really soften that up and fill oh, in those. Like so your how own? do you? Yeah. How do yeah. you get your stem cells? So we, uh, I'll draw your blood, uh-huh. um, spin it down, and it's a specialized tube that se- separates your 
platelets in your plasma from your red blood cells. Wow. And so we introduce hyaluronic acid, which is going to plump up the skin. Uh-huh. And then we do your own plasma and um, platelets. So those That's stem cool. cells. Oh, I it's like so that. fun. That's okay. What about um, little love handles, like, you know, the yeah. little uh, muffin top? <laughs> I'm exactly. sorry. That was yeah. my question. Oh, Thank no. you She's so like, much. Don't steal my question. I'm looking at the um, website right. right now. Okay. Yeah, love handles. <laughs> yes, love handles. Well, I didn't want you to be embarrassed. I didn't want to say that you had them. Oh. So I'm taking, <laughs> oh, I'm taking the question. I'm taking Remember the question. Remember that song I sang for your birthday? <laughs> Being okay. my friend, yeah. That okay. Love. okay. But you, I, is that cool sculpting? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool it? sculpting, okay. hands down. So that's um, an FDA cleared, non-invasive treatment that is um, going to eliminate stubborn fat through cryolipolysis. So we're not using lasers. We're not it just freezing. freezes it. We're freezing. No, yeah, you we freeze are, the fat cells. It. Yep. So we freeze your fat cells. We get rid of those cells. Um, and then also directly after that, we're giving away two free body contouring treatments. Ooh. So what I've done is I've created my own fire and ice treatment, mm. and we are hitting it with cool sculpting. We're going to freeze those fat cells, and then we're going to go back in, and we are going to heat those puppies up, and we're going to melt them even more. So more oh, fat wow. loss. That's All right. right. So uh, rejuvenation on the rocks. Uh, tell them Angie sent you. She'll give you a great discount, and give us the website. It's rejuvenation on the rox.com. All right. Any more questions since I took yours, Beatrice? <laughs> Take me, please. Oh, I'll, I'll, me. I'll help you. I got well, more I gut got than you. butt. Well, and many of my <laughs> friends who've gone to um, Roxy have said that she's the best deal, but also a lot of clinics don't give you a discount right. and she does that for us and she's uh, you know sponsors uh, my program so that is uh, a really wonderful thing she does as much as sometimes 25% off and a lot of clinics don't do mm-hmm. that on some right, of these right. fillers and stuff I'll okay. help you out uh, what other I also just you know regular you know facials and things like that what else do you offer um, so we do the microneedling which is wonderful absolutely wonderful we do facials we do skin tightening so who doesn't need skin tightening yeah. you know you hit 30 yeah. and everything goes down Downhill. Like on your, around your jaw. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jowls. Want to get um, jowls. Yeah, and we have great packages for that. We, do, I mean, we have these masks that get, get rid of melasma, um, fine lines, wrinkles that you can actually take home with you, mm. opposed to having to come to the office every day or every week or whatnot. So just a lot of fun stuff, you know. Just and right off I twenty five and Arapaho in Greenwood Village, and uh, it's neat too because Roxy's a Christian. She's a single mom. I've mm-hmm. known her for years, and she's got such a great like bedside manner. Oh. And we became friends just for me going into you know her office, and so that's been a real blessing for us to be able to team up and support each other uh, as Christians, which I think we should do more of. Yeah. So again, let them know that Angie sent you or John Rush Rush to Reason. Uh, she works with both of us. And again, your phone number and website. It is 720-328-9094. And the website is rejuvenationontherox.com. Excellent. Thanks, Roxy, and thanks for your support. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.